All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, this episode of FPS is brought to you by your friends at Cassidy.com. There are so many different features on Cassidy that we think are perfect for the newer lifestylers out there. If you're looking to connect with people in maybe not quite a sexual way yet, but you want to talk with them and understand the lifestyle a little bit better, there are things like communities on Cassidy. We have two of them on there, Front Porch Swingers and our Vegas Hot Wives community. And there's also forums where you can talk about a lot of different topics in the lifestyle. So it's a great place to go and immerse yourself in lifestyle information. And for listeners of our show, you can try it free for 30 days when you go to our website, frontporchswingers.com, and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's 30 free days when you click the Cassidy banner at frontporchswingers.com. We will see you there. So as we're recording this, it is right before the holidays. It'll be right after the holidays when you guys listen, or maybe not. I guess I I shouldn't assume that you listen right away, but you might be. And we had a little bit of change of plans. I'm actually going to Montana all by my lonesome. Yeah, you're flying out at the ass crack of dawn tomorrow because it is terrible fucking weather. Uh, They got 17 inches of snow in the area that we would have to drive through, essentially. And that was just a a day or two ago. It's actually worse than that. The, The first pass we would have to go through, you know, the one that we get the basically the first passage you're going into utah for driving that has avalanche warnings right now yeah it's just a shit show it would have been very dangerous and we are obviously just not willing to to take that risk so no and the pass where we live between uh where we were living and where your family is if that pass is shut down you're straight fucked because you're not going anywhere they just shut the road down well you you keep saying that but you could drive it would just be like a four hour drive around yeah which means you're driving through yellowstone park yeah well yeah yeah, not through the park but not entirely but yeah Yeah, i mean it would have been a really big detour so we just decided it was better for me to fly and you to stay home with the dog i am bummed i'm bummed we're not going to be spending the holidays together but we're going to celebrate as soon as i get back so yeah we're going to do a little little something tonight and then when we get back of course it's uh it's also our anniversary shortly thereafter the 27th yes so we've got some plans for that as well so yeah we're just gonna make do because driving is a fucking terrible idea right now i don't know what we were thinking no yeah here we were like ah we'll be okay we rented a truck so that we had some four-wheel drive. Yeah, we're still not okay when there's avalanches and they're talking about shutting entire roads down. Yeah, that's that's not a solid plan. So. No. So our stuff that's in storage will simply have to wait until it thaws because <laughs> I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah, that was the main reason we were driving home. In fact, I was kind of... The, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. The one thing I was most upset about not driving and going and getting our stuff from storage is I still have an entire container of sex toys in there. Yeah. And I feel very limited right now. I only have a few here with us and I just feel like I'm missing out. I'm, I'm missing my toys very, very badly right now. I really just wanted to get my unicorn onesie, but you know. <laughs> you're going to have to make do without it. Yeah, yeah you happens. kept saying you were going to wear that at BFF next month and that's I not going to be an option. No, I'm very disappointed. I'll have to find something that is equally fucking spectacular. I don't know if I can though. Well, I found a men's sequin leopard robe you could wear. Oh, that sounds stunning. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we'll have to figure this out. Anyway. That might be even more extra than the unicorn onesie, or at least on Oh, par. I don't know. 
I don't know. That thing was pretty fucking epic. If we found you slippers that matched it. Oh, you know they exist. Oh, they totally exist. Yeah, we can find it. Yeah, absolutely. Anything on Amazon, you can find it. <laughs> if it if it is been made or exists somewhere in the universe, you can find it on Amazon. But yeah, we have changed our plans. Anyway, it is what it is. We'll make do. And when you get back, we will, you know, party like it's Christmas. Fuck it. Who cares? Since the last time we talked to you guys, we have had a lot of fun, a lot of interesting fun, I will say. The last time that we recorded, we were just getting ready to go to a club with some friends that were in from out of state. And that was a blast to see them. We love connecting with them. It was also really interesting because I think we've talked several times, including last week, about how the husband and I have this kind of electric connection. Yeah. And that's really fun. And it's fun to flirt with him. But it was also a reminder that when your lifestyle play dynamics don't match up, they just don't fucking match up. You can't force it. No. And it doesn't make well, sense. Well, you shouldn't. It doesn't make sense to go forward with something that you don't want to do just because you're attracted to somebody. And that's what we kind of learned with this couple. I don't think we'll ever play with them. If we do, I think it'll be a long ways down the road. And I think we're all four just kind of okay with that. And that's also really cool. It's nice to have lifestyle friends that you can just be super chill with. You can have drinks with. You can go dance with. There's a little bit of flirting. He and I kissed at the end of the night. But there's no hard feelings about the four of us not interacting sexually with each other. No. And between she and I, there's of course there's always friendly flirting i mean i think it's just part of the of the equation when four lifestyle folks are together on some level <laughs> but you know there's really not that animal attraction to one another i think we're just in different places and in, in how we play and how we spend our time in the lifestyle which is fine i just i just like being around them they're so much fun and just normal people there's it's just cool to be in their presence so yeah i appreciate it and conversely we did have a chance to spend some time with one of the couples that is becoming fast friends, and that was fucking intense. Wonderful people. Yeah. We mentioned it last week. We were going over for wine and cheese, and I said possibly sex as if that wasn't going to be on the table with these people yeah. because I am so fucking attracted to really both of them, but the husband especially. He and I have this thing, yeah. and I just find him charming and irresistible, and I loved our time with them. It was so wonderful. I will say, though, once again, another lifestyle reminder for us this is a couple that while we love being naked with them i appreciated our time sitting on their floor in their living room eating cheese and drinking a glass of wine just as much yeah and then of course having dinner with them afterwards and you know you talk about people who are just thoughtful right they invite us over we have cheese and wine of course and as you mentioned play is potentially on the table what we didn't know is that they made reservations for all of us to have dinner afterwards, whether, of course, there was play or not, just didn't matter. And I mean, you talk about people just being super kind and, and you know, thoughtful and having forethought. We just enjoyed spending time with them. So had we not played with them, of course, spoiler alert, we did. It just wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. You know, and of course, now they found out that I will be here by myself. You're going back to Montana, as we previously mentioned. And they want me to come have dinner with them on Christmas, which so I. So fucking Yeah. Nice. I mean, I was like politely pulled myself out of that it's not that i wouldn't intrude on anybody's holiday like that so me and the dog will be just fine not my first rodeo by myself so yeah just great fucking people and those are the people that we want to surround ourselves with 
Absolutely. Not only that, okay, so we had this amazing time, but I'm also going to say this. I am going to lie if we don't say we kind of judge people by where they choose to meet us at places or reservations. They picked yeah. the best place to go. Oh, the yeah. The food was fucking epic, and we just had this great conversation. Yeah, I just, I love everything about this couple. There is nothing that I dislike about them. No, there isn't anything to dislike. They're amazing people, top to bottom. So those are the folks that we seek out when it comes to those that we want to spend our time with clothed or unclothed which you know it's both awesome with them they're just such a great couple of people and i don't know if we're going to talk in depth about the actual play experience we may talk to them about that and see if we're allowed to but the other thing that that may surprise you guys is we started all four of us together on the same bed yes it has been a hot minute since we've done that yes the last couple that we did that with were on the road in florida yeah in siesta key right yes yeah adam and leah that would have been the last time yeah. That's, I, a, that's a long time ago. I kind of missed it. I know it's not your thing, but for me, it was fucking exciting. Well, once again, we, you know, as we've spoken many times, it's really a chemistry thing. And while the four of us were in the same room for a period of time and on the same bed, we really were not necessarily in each other's way. We were just kind of doing our own thing. Now, eventually we all did get together, but it was very brief. And then it was shortly thereafter that myself and the female portion of this couple retreated to another bedroom on the other side of the house. And then we all played separately, obviously, because they were also a, a separate room couple and a hot wife couple. So the, the dynamic is perfect. We can start out one way and end up another and no one gives a shit it was lovely now we should also say that we met listeners on saturday yes we did and you got to spend some time with them again on monday yes they were they're a phenomenal couple we went to a club with them on saturday introduced them to our friends who are also in from out of town and they are you know we've been obviously communicating with them for a period of time they've been listeners and supporters of the show for some time now and what a great fucking couple i mean really just a fucking great couple and you talk about when people finally understand where they are as a couple in the lifestyle or anywhere really when but, they find their footing yeah. yeah this is a couple that's been together a long time well over 20 years and 27 i think is what they told me and they're relatively new to play they've been in and around the lifestyle and kind of toying with the idea of playing in, in yeah, yeah they, you know little little kind of experiences here or there but nothing really lifestyle earth shattering and once again i am a fortunate motherfucker man because they had i mean we met them obviously and, and had a great time just very light conversation and chatting getting to know one another and then they reached out to me the husband reached out to me and asked if i would be interested and of course if you would be okay with the idea of my potentially playing with her and I would be the first again for for them, you know, both of them, that this is not something they've ever done before and certainly not she. But man, what a fucking honor. And again, you get those butterflies, right? It's like, oh, shit, I do not want to fuck this up. <laughs> that, you know, it, it's I don't want to say there's pressure because, oh, you know, poor me. But yeah, you kept saying that as you were getting ready to go. You're like, I just don't want to fuck anything up. I'm really nervous. I don't want to make them think that this isn't the right move for them. I'm like, and you're like, this is just a lot of anxiety. I'm like, do you know how many men would literally cut off their right arm to be asked by multiple hot women to be their first hot wife encounter? Well, but also understand and I did not know this either. I was the first person that this particular fucking amazing woman has been with since her husband. Yeah. Since they were married. 
I had no fucking idea. If I had known that before, I don't I don't even know where my head would have been. I mean, <laughs> Probably good you didn't know that before. Yeah, you might have pulled out. <laughs> holy shit, literally. I don't even know where I, what I would have been thinking. That's a lot of pressure. It really is. I absolutely did not want them to have anything other than an amazing experience overall. A- as it turns out, they reached out. Of course, we've chatted now multiple times and everything went fucking great. She's amazing. I mean, what a fucking absolute smoke show she is. So yeah, let's not give away too much because I'm sure we're going to talk about it at a later date. I want to hear all the details because I've heard nothing. No, you don't know anything about it. And of course, I'll touch base with them before we even really go into detail on the show because, you know, they're listeners, obviously. But man, what an experience. And again, yeah, I'm really fucking fortunate. I... I've been l- very lucky. I have nothing to complain about. No, uh, amazing <laughs> couple. So fucking hot. Wow, is she hot. Yeah, uh, a lot of hot ladies kind of seem to fall in your lap, literally and figuratively. Yeah, so. I can tell you, I was working, I worked up a sweat. No bullshit. I mean, she was wiping sweat off my forehead. I went to work. <laughs> I, I was not. Good, as well you should have, given yeah, the circumstances. I was not trying to fuck that up. So, yeah, <laughs> th- that was really awesome. I had a great time. Just so, saying. yeah, we've had a lot of fun. We're coming down from it. I am very excited to spend not a couple of days away from you. Obviously, I hate spending time away from you, but I am excited to spend time with my family and kind of get away from lifestyle stuff for a while. Yeah. I think we're going to stay off of social media. We're not going to be really responding to messages during this time. We're just going to take a couple of days for you to relax and do whatever the hell you want to do here and for me to really soak up the time with my family. I think we need that balance right now. Well, we always need the balance. You and I are terrible at that. We don't balance well because we get so fixated on something and, and laser focused on something. Well, and, and we so love it's hard the to lifestyle. We truly, this is something we're so passionate about. I hope that comes across when you listen to our show. I mean, that's the reason that we try to make the connections that we do, that we've obviously made this our, our life's work at this point. But sometimes you just need to step away. And I think we're really at that point right now where we just need a few days break. So if you haven't heard yeah. from us over the weekend, that's why. Know that we're uh, we're coming back with a vengeance uh, next week or as you're listening to this. But we just needed a few days to, to focus on ourselves and our loved ones. Well, yeah, the truth is we do what we do primarily because of the, you know, the reasons we just outlined. We meet amazing fucking people amazing people it's so true and yeah i mean for me it's just the most important part of this i you know you and i talk about this a lot the sex for me is a fucking byproduct it's icing on an amazing cake i just like the connections we've made you know the the lifelong friends we've made in this space those we have and have not played with they simply can't be replaced agreed you know so yeah we're very lucky So we have an announcement we should probably get to before we talk about Single Guy Tip of the Week. Okay. Which is we have officially booked and started ticketing for our very first Hot Wife event in Denver, Colorado, which we are so excited about because Denver is probably arguably my favorite city besides maybe Nashville. They're, They're neck and neck. But it is such a... A wonderful city. We have friends there. It is an amazing lifestyle community. And we're so excited to bring our Real Hot Wives brand to the Denver area along with the Goodfellas. So if you guys want to see tickets for that, you should head to members.frontporchswingers.com. You can apply for like a free membership. It doesn't cost anything to be a member. And then also you get to see all of our events there because we are not stopping there. We have a lot going on in 2022. Yeah. uh, And if you have any interest in Denver, we've, I think, 
think there's all the rooms already taken up in the in the location that we're in. If you have any questions, just give us a shout. We'll we'll hook you up and we'll try to get you. Yeah, you know, there's fixed tickets up. to go. There were rooms on property that we've already sold, basically. Yeah. So they they were offered first to our Patreon members, uh, but we have plenty of tickets, obviously, available for you to come and enjoy the festivities. So yeah, reach out if you have any questions. We're really yeah. excited to make that happen. Cannot wait to get back to Denver. It has been a long fucking time since we've been to Denver pre-COVID. I know, and I miss it so much because the lifestyle scene there is so good. It's yeah. such a sophisticated, attractive, well-put-together group in Denver. Yeah, I can't wait to get back there. Looking forward to it. Uh, it is going to be a little cold, probably, but fuck it. I'm ready to go. It's mid-March. I think yeah. it'll be okay. It's not Montana mid-March. Fuck well, no. <laughs> there isn't much that is. So, yes, I have a single guy tip of the week to get to this week. And here's the thing. Which one are you using? Because there's a number of them. We're talking about the, the most egregious one that I received this morning. Oh, and fuck me. I didn't want to just get on here and do a freak factor single guy tip of the week. Because if it's just one instance that has never happened before and is never going to happen again... And there's nothing to learn from it and there's no help to be provided, then it doesn't make sense as our single guy tip of the week. So I will say this one is more outrageous than, you know, than I think the average. But I think that there's a really I hope so. There's a really solid point that can be made from this that a lot of hot wife couples and single guys need to pay attention to. All right. If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's the message you received, right? Or the two messages you received? Yes, okay. that is correct. Yeah, so I don't know. For me, the tip is pretty fucking simple. Well, I'd like to think it's simple. First of all, don't be super fucking creepy. That's number one. Number two, don't be so fucking presumptuous to think that you can speak to a total fucking stranger this way. You're opening up. This is how you reach out to someone. And if this is how you do that... You've made some really bad fucking life choices. This is a, f it's so fucking bad. It's like the worst I've heard. Now, the guy with the kitty kitty thing, that was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But let me, yeah. okay, let me read the message because I have a little bit different take on this than you do. Okay. Okay. So the message says, I would love to grab you by your throat, push you up against the wall, bite your lips, spit in your mouth while I run my hand down to your dripping wet pussy, then throw you down on the bed, spread your legs and roll my tongue all over your clit as I slide two fingers deep inside your tight little pussy. I will not continue. The next message was even worse. It was a fantasy that he wanted to fulfill with me. Once again, I didn't even respond. It was two messages back to back. Okay. Yeah. The first one. But is understand, this, this is how, this is the opening message. Like there was no correspondence. None whatsoever. Okay. So the that was the first message. This incredibly graphic, grotesque scene that he lays out. The second message is an even worse fantasy he has of kidnapping me and taking me to an abandoned warehouse. I mean, the whole thing was just so over the top creepy. Okay. There's one of two reasons you're doing this in my mind. One is, well, I think either way you have no lifestyle experience whatsoever. And you I have think no human experience whatsoever. That's true. But the other part of it is it's kind of like the here kitty kitty guy. I think it's yeah. a shock value thing. It is. He wanted a response. I he wanted you to he respond. He wants attention. And I'm, yeah, I mean, so there's that part of it too. But even less egregious messages that I've received that are immediately right off the top, very overtly sexual. I know why guys are doing this. It's because they believe that because I put myself out there as a sexual person, as a sexually empowered woman, as a sex positive person, it means that the only thing I am good for is sex and that you can speak to me and reflect that. Well, it's not, this was not sexual. It was sexual. It was not just sexual. This was, this was violent. And, you know, there's a level of I get it. Listen, everyone's got their kink, man. If it's consensual and and it's all good with everybody, that's fine. But there was no consent given to be 
spoken to this way. And this is a, this guy's, the second message he sent you was violent. It wasn't just sexual. It was violent. And this is someone who's got some fucking issues. And I think that not the least of which is that he's desperate for attention so much. So he just wants you to take, I mean, I'm sure he's waiting for people to respond to him with, fuck you, you're a piece of shit because he probably gets off on it. I can't understand or imagine any other reason to do this. My question to him, obviously I wanted to ask is how often does this work? Has this ever worked? Have you ever met anyone or has anyone ever responded to you positively because of a message like this? And what did it amount to? Well, you know? and maybe this was a bad example then for what my point is, because I also received a message on Instagram yesterday that was, hey, baby, let me slide my dick inside of you. That yeah. was his opening message. Okay, far less egregious and disgusting and horrible than the message I just read. But the point still stands that this is a person who doesn't respect me because I put myself out there as a sexual being. And I always know the lifestyle guys from the non-lifestyle oh, guys. Oh, for sure. By the way, they reach out to me because lifestyle men, single men who are truly immersed in this space and understand how to operate in it properly, know that if you treat me with respect and you speak to me like a human being and we gel the chances of you getting inside my pants are pretty good yeah but versus if you reach out to me assuming that the only thing i am to you is a sexual object i can guarantee you you will never in a million years have sex with me if your opening line is let me slide my dick inside of you well that guy is a guy who's clearly has no real sexual experience i mean he just doesn't he i has think no... he probably a sexual experience but certainly not lifestyle not with and a partner that's my point that <laughs> so... is my point exactly though i think there are a lot of men who have never been in the lifestyle they've never been around lifestyle people they've never interacted with lifestyle women they've only been around vanilla women and as a result of that they see us as almost two separate species i disagree i think the first guy that we're talking about the one that sent the messages today the two fucking horrendous messages that guy thinks of all women the same way i don't think he differentiates now would he ever say those things to someone in person in real life in, th in a, in a three-dimensional world not a fucking chance but he does not discern from a lifestyle gal or a vanilla gal. He doesn't know the, first of all, he doesn't know the difference and doesn't care. That's his impression of how he should speak to women. He thinks that's the way to go. There's just no fucking way you can convince me that that guy would speak to you any differently than he would anyone else on any other fucking site. We can agree to disagree on that. I think my point is that men tend to treat me differently because I'm a swinger and because I put oh, myself no out doubt. there as such. And therefore, I am not deserving of the same level of respect as other women in their lives. And I think if we stop to think about it from that perspective, if single guys thought, geez, would I want to speak to my sit? Would I want someone to speak to my sister like this or my cousin like this or my female best friend like this? And if the answer is no, then you probably shouldn't do it. You know, your whole thing is, you know, if you wouldn't say it to someone in public, if you wouldn't walk up to them in a bar and say it, you shouldn't say it online. Mine is, if you wouldn't want someone to say this to a female who's important in your life, then you shouldn't say it to me. Well, I don't disagree. There are people like that. And I, I, I know you're right, for sure. People do think of gals that are in the lifestyle or sex workers or whomever that they see as less than. There's no question. I do think, however, the first guy, that's a compulsion. And that's a much bigger fucking problem. Yeah, so maybe these are two, really two separate single guys. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Well, also, I mean, like you just said, 
I say it all the time. If you don't, if you don't have the balls or the nerve or think that it's appropriate to say something in person to someone, you certainly shouldn't be saying it online. I really think the internet has dulled people's understanding that there are consequences to your actions because online, like this but guy could say that. there isn't consequences to his actions. Well, that's, that's the my point. <laughs> no, no, online there's not. That's right. my point. You can't say that in person. There are big fucking consequences. You can say that online and get away with it. You're not going to walk up to somebody at the fucking grocery store and spout that shit out. Right. You know, that's the problem. And, you know, I think that guy really needs to look pretty fucking deep into what's going on in his own head. Yeah. You know? Well, either way, think about that. Would Terrible. you want would you want people to speak to someone you love that way? If not, don't type it. Yeah, no. That's the best rule I can possibly provide to you guys. Yeah, single guy tip of the week. Don't be that motherfucker. <laughs> Just so anyway, don't be that guy. Moving on to far more positive things because I am so very excited to share this interaction with you guys. It is a very different one than I think a lot of the interactions I've had lately have For sure. been in a lot of different regards. And I also think it speaks to kind of my personal evolution a little bit. This is not necessarily something I would have done a year ago. Well, And I did it and it was awesome. The truth is you had this interaction. It was early in the day. I was Christmas shopping while you were playing during the day. And when I got back, it was only about, I don't know, 40 minutes after you had texted me or called me actually to let me know you were you had finished up. I stopped, I finished up shopping and, and headed back home. So maybe 30 or 40 minutes went by. I came home and you were asleep in the afternoon. Like you had to take a nap. <laughs> I think that speaks to what happened perfectly. So we're going to get to the details very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Dipsy. You guys, sometimes doing less is so much more. And Dipsy Stories believes in less. Less analyzing and more feeling your feelings. Less stressing and more easing into things. Less scrolling and more savoring the moment. And more pleasure above all else. If you guys are not familiar with the Dipsy app, you totally should be. It is an app full of sexy audio stories, and now they even have brand new written stories. So no matter how you like your pleasure, they have options for you. Close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe, shame-free way. No matter what your fantasies are, Dipsy has a story that is going to make you feel all warm inside. And the best part is listeners of our podcast can try Dipsy for free for an entire month. Dipsy is currently offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. dipsystories.com slash FPS. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Motor Bunny. I can still recall vividly the first time we saw the Motor Bunny at the Adult Novelty Expo in Vegas. It was a sight to be seen. This thing literally had all eyes on it. They were in the center of this convention. They were giving a demo of how it works and they had it turned up all the way to its highest power. It was shaking the table and literally the floor around it too. And I just remember everyone's mouths being open in awe of this machine. You guys, this is not just a sex toy. It is not just a vibrator. It is an immersive experience because you can do so many different things with it. It comes with a lot of different attachments. You can have different 
intensities. So no matter what types of pleasure you like while you're riding, you're going to find it on the Motor Bunny. And listeners of our show can get $40 off their Motor Bunny package today when you use the referral link in our show notes. Go to MotorBunny.com today to see all of their different options. They have some brand new attachments that I think are the craziest, most awesome things you could imagine. So head on over to MotorBunny.com today. You won't be disappointed. Folks, if you are in the lifestyle and you are going to be in the Vegas area on January the 20th, you absolutely want to come by and check us out at Playhouse LV. We are hosting the first of many hot wife events at Playhouse on the 20th of January. Third Thursday of every month, you will find us there with the most amazing hot wife, stag and vixen and cuckold couples in the lifestyle with some amazing properly vetted single gentlemen. You do not want to miss this. If that is your space within the lifestyle or you're just interested in checking it out, come on down and see us. You will not be disappointed every third Thursday of the month starting January 20th. So head over to members.frontporchswingers.com for all of our event information, including all of those taking place in Sin City. Members.frontporchswingers.com. So I think The fact that you already let out of the bag that I was dead asleep after this interaction and I was sore for days after it tells you pretty much everything you need to know. But we're still going to share the details with you because I assume you're curious. (laughs) Well, yeah, first of all, it was like two o'clock or two thirty in the afternoon. I came back after you called me and the house was just quiet. I'm like, where are you? I thought maybe you were in the shower, but I didn't hear the water running. You were passed out on the bed in the bedroom. I went all the way into the bedroom. You're passed out. I'm like, what happened here? And of course, when you got out of bed, it was obvious. I mean, you know, you look like you had been worked over. I was limping. That's how crazy this was, okay? I was limping for like an hour. Yeah, I don't know all the details, but I know enough to know that it was a pretty fucking hot time. <laughs> so this is how this entire thing started. This gentleman reached out to me on Twitter. And we, I have, we have a lot of people that reach out to us on Twitter and want to play. And I have never played with any of them before because much like I said with Single Guy Tip of the Week, a lot of them just see swing profile in Vegas and they reach out in the most egregious ways possible. This guy was completely different. He reached out, introduced himself, explained his experience in the lifestyle, and he, on top of it, was really attractive. So I was like, yeah, it definitely doesn't hurt that that was the case. So we start chatting a little bit back and forth and he finally asks, are you ever down to play? And I said, yeah, I think I would be down for that. So we made plans a couple of times, but they fell through one time because of his work and one time because we ended up having a meeting pop up in the middle of the day that we weren't expecting. Another thing that made this entire thing very interesting to me and kind of enticing is this is a fellow content creator, spicy content creator. He is also on OnlyFans. And I would never reach out to someone just for the purposes of developing something for OnlyFans. But you know, it was just kind of the perfect recipe because he's hot, he's respectful, he has lifestyle experience, and he just happens to be on OnlyFans. Yeah, it was a perfect, I mean, listen, it was a combination that just made sense. I was not aware, honestly, that you had been communicating with him about, you know, just kind of playing and, and that the OnlyFans thing was like a, you know, it was a secondary or tertiary part of this whole play session. What do you mean? Well, I knew that you, I didn't know that you were communicating with him based on you guys potentially making any content. I figured you guys were just, you know, you were just looking to play because you're naughty. And, fuck, yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much what it boiled down to. Which well, was, we could you know, have. Either way. And we had that conversation. I told him, I obviously don't want to just have sex with you for the sake of OnlyFans. I even said, if you'd like to play one time and just kind of get the weirdness out of the way, then maybe we can film together another time. And we had originally planned on that being the case, but 
I think that both of us were excited about finding someone that we were attracted to and was a fellow content creator. So we decided to go forward with it the first time. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Listen, I had I was not clear as to what the play session was going to be like. I just knew that you were getting all fucking dolled up and you were excited about it because the guy was hot and you wanted to play. And I had some shopping to do. So and he he had time in the afternoon, which worked out really well. So, yeah, it was perfect. Absolutely perfect recipe. So he comes to the house and I have this black little number on it. You guys can see it on our OnlyFans because it's going to be on there. Parts of it already are. It's a black lace thing. It has kind of cut out shoulders. And the reason I like it is because it's super comfortable and I can move a lot in it. I knew this was going to be kind of an athletic session because when he and I were talking online, he expressed to me the types of play that he really likes. You know, he said, I like hard fucking. I like to really go to town. I like to fuck for a long period of time. So I'm not going to put on some intricate piece of lingerie when the idea is to get hard fucked for an hour straight. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, I'm surprised you put on anything, frankly, but I, well, I, I totally understand I would have had to. That's the thing. I would have been having shit fly all over. My tits would have been hitting me in the face. It just <laughs> There's no fucking way. I had to have some level of support. Yeah, I had no idea what this was, what how this whole thing was going down. Now, I, I will say, obviously, I had the chance to meet him. Yes, you did. So he came to the house. You were there. And that was very important to me because even though he had references and I felt fairly comfortable with him, I'm not just going to have someone come to the house when you're gone. So I made it clear that I wanted you there. I let him know that he could come over and meet you first, which he also really appreciated. So he comes and honestly, when he's at the door and we're kind of talking a little bit as he's stepping into our place, he seems very kind of meek and mild mannered and kind of anxious and I'm like I don't know how this is gonna work because he talked a big game online but now he's seeming kind of nervous so I was like uh he was making me nervous well I mean obviously the first few minutes it was a little bit of a kind of a nervous energy type situation but after he what and I was your spoke, impression of him I thought he was quite normal I mean I, I did not expect him to walk in you know super bubbly and just you know ready to go and and I mean he was obviously a guy who was meeting you for the first time but also meeting me for the first time he's in our place where we're both there, and it's a, it can be an intimidating situation, obviously. So I, I I thought he was very normal, and then after a few minutes, he loosened up. I thought he was just fine. Yeah, you know? I grabbed him a glass of water, and the three of us kind of chatted for a few minutes, and then you asked if I was okay with you stepping away, and I said yes. So you left, and it's just he and I there together, and we sit down. We had these two chairs in our living room, and we were sitting there, kind of talking. And he was still very nervous to me and very stiff. That's what I kept noticing. He was very stiff. And I asked him if he wanted to take his shoes off. And he was like, "Uh, sure. So he starts taking them off. And the whole time I'm thinking, this guy talked a big game. And now I'm not sure he's going to be able to deliver because he's seeming very awkward. He was being me. I was being the smooth one for once. I was so proud of myself. I was like jaunting around in this little black thing. And I was being all charming and making jokes. And he was being the awkward one. And I'm not fucking used to that. Well, did you have a conversation with him about if this is something he's done before in terms of yes, this playing is, and then... All know. of this is something he has done before. This is not his first rodeo, according to him. And of course, when this awkwardness is happening, I'm sitting there going, okay, did I get duped here? Is he going to chicken out and run out the door? And so finally I was like, hey, if this is not comfortable for you, that is totally okay. We can just sit here and talk right. or 
Or if you want to walk and grab a coffee, there's a coffee shop right across the street. We don't have to do anything. And he was like, no, 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 I want to. And I said, okay, you just seem a little tense. And he's like, I'm just warming up. We're good. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's all right. Let him get, you know, get, get a feel for the environment, I guess, and the situation at hand. Well, and I, it also made me think back to, like I said, if this had happened a year ago, I never would have had the confidence to just have a guy walk in, me basically have my pants off and just being wearing this little black thing and talking about going and filming, having sex with him. Yeah, no, this That never would have been a thing. I used to get so in my head. I used to, you know, need that time to assess chemistry and talk through things. And I'm at a point now where it's like, if I'm attracted to you and if there's that carnal desire to have your cock, none of that really matters because at the end of the day, it's just not that damn important. Well, is that, okay, but were you feeling that way? And if you were, did you get the feeling that he was feeling that way? What do you mean by feeling that way? Were you just like, fuck it, I just want this guy's cock in my mouth? Yeah, because he's so fucking hot. And, but did you get the impression that he was like just wanting to fuck you and like, let's just get it on because I'm, I'm really worked up? No, I think he was nervous. I think he was incredibly nervous. Interesting. So we finally, he's like, I want to go forward with this. Let's go get into the bedroom. So we go into the bedroom and we're just kind of touching on each other at first. I'm sitting on the bed. He's kind of standing in front of me. I'm rubbing on his leg. I'm telling him that he's sexy. I'm like, if you don't want me to set up the camera, I don't have to. And he's like, no, 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 I want to do this. I'm really excited to do this. And I'm like, okay. So I set up the camera. We continue just kind of touching and kissing on each other. And I'm like, let me know when you want to move forward with this. And he's like, oh, I totally do. So we decided that he was going to have the camera up by his head first. And I started sucking his cock and he lays back on the bed. And first of all, he has a beautiful cock. It is very, very nice. It's very proportionate. You know how sometimes... No, what the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) Sometimes guys have a really... Like the balls and the cock are like they belong together. It's not like, you know, this giant set of balls and, you know, smaller cock and vice versa. I've seen that. I've also seen where like the base is really, really wide and then it almost like tapers like a triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not shaming. I'm not saying anything bad about that shape of cock. It's just not my personal favorite shape of cock. I like when it's kind of uniform form all the way mostly because it has nothing to do with the aesthetics of it i like it for being in my mouth okay that's fair i don't like to have to change like how much i'm suctioning it makes my mouth work too hard i don't like it (laughs) all right so you're lazy therefore you want a perfectly symmetrical cock i'm not lazy i went to fucking town i just don't (laughs) want to have to put in more work than i already am gotcha okay (laughs) so he's laying on his back he's has the camera and he's filming me but the entire time i'm basically either closing my eyes and just enjoying this cock or I'm looking up at him and he has this fantastic look on his face. You can tell he's loving this. And as soon as I start sucking his cock, his body language changes. Sure. All of a sudden, he's way more relaxed. He's smiling. His shoulders stop being tense. Yeah, having a cock in somebody's mouth will do that for you. Well, that's when I understand that this is kind of the happy place for this guy, right? And that's also when I started to understand this connection period, because the reality is I have never just met someone and had sex with them right away and and filmed it. That's not what I do. And I was a little bit nervous going into it that it was going to be weird. And when I found out that both of us were super into it and the sex was really the most important thing, it wasn't all the stuff leading up to it. It was the actual acts of sex that meant something. That's when I'm like, okay, I can wrap my head around this and now we can have a shit ton of fun. Right. Exactly. Once you come to grips with what exactly what it is that's going to make sense, then, you know, obviously the the chemistry works. Well, and you kind of compartmentalize it, too, because if you guys remember last week's episode, I 
talked about an interaction I had with a guy who took me on a date and we had this fantastic time together. There was an insane amount of connection and chemistry between us. That's not what this interaction was. Right. This was carnal desire. And those are two very different things. And in my opinion, both belong in my personal hot wife play in different circumstances. Yeah, obviously depending, I think, uh, largely on the partner. Oh, absolutely. Well, 100% on the partner. Yeah. 100%. And what I'm saying is it can't be manufactured. No. And this is not a guy that I'm going to go have a date with. And that's okay. So anyway, I'm sucking his cock. I am, you know, starting really lightly. And then I'm starting to pick up the pace and I'm going deeper. And at one point I get a little bit of lube on my hands and I start using both of my hands to kind of knead his cock at the base while I'm still licking the tip of it. And the entire time he has this great look on his face and every once in a while he'll say something that'll just spur me to keep going and doing more. He'll be like, God, you are so good at sucking cock. And he has says it with this look of genuine pleasure. It's not just, oh, it feels so good. Oh, okay, you're sucking my cock. He was like loving that moment. Yeah, there's a level of appreciation, obviously. So much. And I loved that. So... Throughout this, I'm, I'm getting all of these verbal cues to keep going and to do different things. I'm switching up my techniques. And I'm not going to lie. There was also a part of me that was very turned on knowing that the camera's rolling the entire time. Sure. That was not my focus. My focus was on him. But there was a part of me that felt a little bit extra naughty because of that. Well, yeah, it puts you in a different space, right? Because you're not just having sex with someone you're super fucking attracted to and it's really, really hot. But it's like you're also putting on a show, which just adds kind of a spice to it. Yes. Now, I will say once we once I stopped sucking his cock, we put the camera up and we just left it. We just let it sit there and roll and do its thing. And that was fun because then we could really just focus on the banging and how good his cock is. So he puts a condom on and he tells me verbally again, I really like hard fucking. I want to make sure that's okay with you. And I also want to make sure that you let me know at any time if you're not comfortable or if I'm doing too much. And I love that because this is a guy who once again has experience and also understands that he's very well endowed and could very easily hurt me or someone. Yeah, there's a listen, the, the idea that you have that awareness is important. I mean, it's, it's important in just about any aspect of life, certainly when you're fucking somebody you don't know. With a giant cock. That too. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like with giant cock comes giant responsibility. Exactly. And that is absolutely the case when, you know, you're hard fucking me for 45 minutes. Absolutely. So. so anyway, we start with me on top. I start riding his cock. He lays down. He has his head on the pillows and I get on and I start riding him. And at first I'm just kind of booty bouncing a little bit. I'm wiggling my hips around. It's going very kind of slow. And he gives me this look. And I even said to him at one point, I was like, you want to just fuck the shit out of me, don't you? And he was like, yes. And so then he grabs my hips and he starts thrusting into me from the bottom, which I fucking love. I absolutely love that because it gives me all of the stimulation that I want when I'm on top. It's like the hard fucking, but also I can adjust myself if it's a little bit too deep or if I want it to be deeper. So I love that. And he is just banging me and banging me and I at one point put my hands on each of his pecs which were rock hard because he has an amazing body and I'm just holding myself there while he fucks me like crazy so let him do all the work basically while you just enjoy the the ride so to speak yeah 
Yeah, okay. I mean, that's okay. I can enjoy it once in a while. <laughs> Absolutely. He, he would stop for a little while and I would continue kind of my booty bounce. But the reality is he has way more leverage from the bottom than I'm ever going to have from the top. Yeah, for sure. Especially if he's grabbing you by your ass and on your hips, because I'm sure he was because, you know, everybody grabs your ass. Yeah, that's just that's just a thing. Yeah. So then he kind of pushes me off of him and he's like, I want to fuck you from behind because the entire time he's remarking on my ass and that he thinks it's very nice. Yeah. And so what I did was... I put a pillow under my stomach and I kind of angled myself up because I've learned with very large cocks, you can't just be at a perfect 90 degree angle. It does not work. It will hurt like shit. You don't have enough depth. So I got myself down. I put myself basically head almost in the blankets, actually in the blankets at one point because when I finished, spoiler alert, there was fucking makeup all <laughs> over the bedspread. Yeah, all everything had to be washed because clearly your face was imprinted on the on the, <laughs> the blanket. <laughs> like a perfect little imprint of my face. Mascara, lipstick, makeup, the whole night. Yeah, I commented, I'm like, clearly you were getting fucked from behind because <laughs> that's your face. <laughs> So I'm angled up and he starts sliding into me. And at first it is fucking painful. It truly is. He's very large. And I kind of winced a little bit and he's like, okay, understood. And what I loved about that is I think that some guys don't understand the difference between depth and intensity. Those are two very different things. I was having a problem with the depth of it, not how hard I was being fucked. Right. Does that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. There's a, you know, there's levels, well, there's levels to everything. He obviously, this is not the first time this has happened. He was cognizant of it, probably waiting for you to give him some kind of clue as to whether or not it was okay or what was and wasn't okay. And then he would make the adjustment. Yeah. So yeah, it makes perfect sense. And he made the perfect adjustment. He wasn't fucking as deep, but he was still fucking me with the same level of intensity and speed, which was fantastic. He made me come multiple times like that. It was so fantastic. Oh my God. I loved it. So (laughs) that went on for quite a while. At one point, he pushes me down further into the bed. I think that's when the makeup smeared all over it. And he grabs my ass, my hip on one side and is squeezing as hard as he possibly can and kind of using that as his lever to continue to fuck me deep. And there was something very sexy about that because once again, this is a guy I have literally just met. And he has the confidence to shove my face into the blanket and grab onto my ass with such a level of aggression and certainty and oh i fucking loved that well it's a confidence thing also he did tell you he he likes to fuck hard and rough and you know of course that's your jam so uh without you saying well you know don't be too rough or don't do this or don't do that i imagine he was just going to test the water and when you let him know that something was too much he simply would have just backed off So that went on for quite a while. And then at one point I felt my legs kind of shaking. So I was like, okay, we just need to take a couple minutes here. I need a couple minutes break because this is, when I say this went on for quite a while, that's not an exaggeration. This was literally 15 to 20 minutes of straight fucking. And I was coming over and over again and my, I'm clenching and I'm coming and I'm wet all over the place. It was so fucking intense. Words can't describe this period of time because it was just so over the top hard and rough and hot and it's been a hot minute since i've had sex like this and i also think part of it was because it wasn't connected sex it was right. almost stranger like sex we were using each other a little bit in that moment and i don't say that in a mean way i say it in a mutually beneficial way right well yeah it wasn't one of those things that it certainly wasn't choreographed because you had no idea what it was going to be like this isn't somebody you had any history with prior to us meeting him for the first time other than you know a few digital messages so i mean there's no way you could have built any rapport 
before. So this was not it wasn't a total stranger, but certainly someone you hardly knew. Right. Exactly. So then he tells me after a few minutes of kind of coming down, we're sitting there, we're talking a little bit in between. We're joking. It's very lighthearted at this point. And he could not have been any more different during that downtime than he was when we were both still clothed sitting in the living room. It was like two different guys. All of a sudden he was confident. He was joking with me. He's smiling, beaming ear to ear. And I loved that. I loved seeing that because it made me realize that he was equally as excited to be there as I was to have in there. Well, all the pressure was off, obviously. You've gotten to the point where you guys have connected physically. He knows, obviously, that you are interested in him. He's clearly interested in you. So a lot of that pressure is gone. And then, you know, it's more levity than anything else. Yes. Yeah. So after a few minutes of kind of coming down, I decide that I want him to fuck me again. And this time he kind of spins me around. So I'm facing the wall, the top of the bed. And I still have myself arched up. And he actually sticks both of the pillows underneath me this time to really give me as much leverage as possible. The first time he was on his knees fucking me. The second time, I'm so impressed with this. He spread my legs a little bit further apart. He gets in between them and is squatting in between my legs to enter me and fuck me. This is a very athletic man. Yeah, that's not an easy position to maintain. No, and he did it for like 10 minutes straight. This is hard fucking. At one point, he grabs me. I I had put my hair up into a bun in between because the sweat and makeup were literally caking my hair to my face. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to throw it up into a bun. He's grabbing the bun from the back. He's grabbing my shoulder on the other side and just squatting down and fucking me as hard as he can. And by this point, I'm telling him to go deeper too, which might have been a mistake in hindsight, but yeah. he was not going- You don't know your limitations. He wasn't going all the way in because I had winced earlier. And I was like, no, go deeper. And he's like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, I want it deeper. <laughs> I can see her face right Well, it's now. also the only picture I've seen from this whole uh, encounter, uh, which is essentially what you're referring to right now with him from behind you, kind of squatting behind you and, and pulling your hair. It was super fucking hot. But yeah, I mean, you don't, a lot of times you don't know your own limits. I have no idea my own limits in the moment. Now, if no. you asked me right now what my limit is, I could very clearly and eloquently tell you what it is. Yeah. When it's the heat of the moment and the hormones are going and all I care about is the cock inside of me, it is a completely different experience. Yeah, well, yeah, that happens a lot with you. And yeah. it's always afterwards, it's like, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm so fucking sore. I can't walk. I, I need a nap. How I do mean, I learn my lesson? I don't understand. You won't. You just won't. You're not going <laughs> to. Won't. No, you're just a slutty pants. You're not going to learn. There's no way. You know, when I said, when I got in and saw you passed out, I was like, oh, this must have been something. I mean, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. So he's continuing to hard fuck me from behind. And then he's like, what do you want from me? And I was like, I want you to come in my mouth. <laughs> and we'd had. Shocker. Yes, we'd had a very extensive STI discussion before this. So despite him being a stranger, we did share results and I felt comfortable with him coming in my mouth. I wouldn't just do that with a stranger normally. But in that moment, the hormones going and also knowing that there was a safety net to some degree. Yeah. I was like, I want his come in my mouth. I want it to happen. So <laughs> So he pulls the con- he pulls out of me. He pulls the condom off. I spin around. I'm on my knees and he's now standing on the bed and I'm continuing to suck his cock. I have one hand on each of his ass cheeks and I'm literally pushing his cock into my mouth. I'm basically face fucking myself in that moment. Right. You're, you're doing it to yourself. And I'm gagging because, again, he has this giant cock. It's basically at the back of my throat. I have spit going down my chin, down my neck, down my chest. I can feel my mascara running down my face. I don't care 
at all in that moment. All I care about is having his cum in my mouth. So he tells me he's getting ready to come. I pull off and I'm kind of stroking and he starts stroking at the same time. We're both basically stroking his cock at the same time. He picks up the intensity just a little bit and I can tell he's going to come because it starts to kind of spasm, which is one of my favorite parts about someone coming in my mouth. I have it right by my face while I get to see it. <laughs> and I open my mouth and he comes inside of my mouth, basically fills it up. He came so much and he tasted so good. I know some people don't like cum. I like cum, especially if it's a guy with a good diet, good, healthy, clean diet, because it doesn't taste like hardly anything. You just get this little hint of sweetness. It's very yummy. Well, yeah, I mean, this guy's in super good shape. I mean, I obviously I met him. I saw him. He definitely takes care of himself. Yeah, well, his cum definitely says he do- he does as well. I, I'll tell you, I can tell if someone has had fast food the day that they come in my mouth. Really? That's how much... I pay attention to those things and how sensitive sensitive I am to the taste. If someone's had McDonald's two hours before they're with me, I can tell. Yeah. Well, listen, if anybody would know, you would. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) So he comes in my mouth and I swallow it all down and he looks down at me and I look up at him and we both just start laughing. And it was so funny because when we were done, we're kind of cleaning up. I was like, I know why I was laughing. Why were you laughing? And he's like, that was a blast. That is the most fun I've had in a very long time. And we had this kind of interesting discussion about how sex for him is such a, not only a stress reliever, obviously it is for most people, but also just lets him shed everything. He gets to 100% be himself during sex and how freeing that is, how fun that is, how he has to be buttoned up in other parts of his life. But when it comes to sex, he just has the ability to 100% be himself. And I saw that. Like I said, it was literally two different people between the guy that walked in the door and the guy that walked out the door. Oh, yeah, for sure. I loved that. I think that that was so special. And I also think think it's proof that even if the sex itself isn't connecting, even if this isn't about a long-term play partner, you can have a momentary connection and have fun with someone and appreciate it for what it is. And that's absolutely what this session was for me. Well, that's, I mean, that obviously leads to my question. So to this point, with the so the guys that you've played with up until, uh, up until now, the single guys, I should say, do you have not had anyone that you've played with twice? No, so, here in Vegas. Yeah, here in Vegas. Yeah, you've only played with these guys once, including the gentleman that you went out to, uh, actually went out on a date with. Well, who, I just saw him like five days ago. Right, but my point is there have been no repeat people in, in this space for us, for you, in terms of the hot wife space, single guys particularly. So are there any, is this someone that potentially you're going to want to see again, or is it just one of those things <laughs> where you're just enjoying the idea of it just being the one-off? I will maybe see him again. He's this is not my this is not my Vegas Clint if that's what you're asking. No, no, no. I don't listen. I don't think we're going to it's not going to be easy to find another, you know, Clint 2.0. I but, also think that this guy fucks in a way that I can't fuck on a regular basis. Like this was I'm not exaggerating when I say you walked in and I was passed the fuck out. I don't even remember laying down on the bed. I was exhausted. I woke up. I looked a mess. I was limping. I hurt for 24 hours. I mean, this is not the type of sex that you can have all the time. I would die. I would literally die. You took a bath. We did not have sex that night. It was the first time we have not reconnected immediately after a session because you were just beat up. 
I was horribly sore. And that also kind of eliminates the point of hot wifing for me personally because it's about you and me. Right. So that's a lesson I've learned. And and that's why I would be hesitant to see this guy again. I do think this guy from last week could be a, a repeat guest in my bedroom if he's open to that, if he wants to do that, because I really enjoyed it. And I think that's also kind of the difference between the two scenarios. Right. One of them was a fun, rough, crazy session that we just happened to film and it just was what it was. And the other one was me truly enjoying getting to know somebody and appreciating them in their time. Those are two very different things. Yeah, it's just interesting because it's evolutionary, I guess, to some degree and and appetites change and, and perceptions change, you know, as opposed to having repeat play partners, it seems like right now anyway, in terms of the single men, not so much the, the couples, as we mentioned, we are, we're seeing an amazing couple pretty regularly, but for the single guys, it seems like as opposed to regular play partners or people that you're playing with multiple times, you're just enjoying the the one-off kind of situation. That's not necessarily true. I would love to find someone here that I play with regularly. It just hasn't happened yet. And I've had such good regular play partners in the past, Theo, Clint, and yeah. others, that I know what I'm looking for for that particular person now, and I'm not willing to settle. So I think that's what it is more so than anything. I've become far more particular. I've become far more in touch with what it is I want and need out of a long-term play partner situation. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's just interesting to see because in times, you know, in the past, obviously, uh, both of us had a kind of a different perspective on it. But now it just seems like there's just a, a kind of a comfort level you found and that you're just at ease. And, you know, I don't think you were as comfortable before with the idea of seeing someone just once. Like you, you were earnestly wanted that kind of connection. But obviously now things have changed and rightfully so. We've, uh, you know, we continue to evolve. Well, I like them both. Yeah. I think I should be able to have it all. That's you the can. point. I'm a spoiled little brat. I want it all. I want to have my cake and eat it too. That's kind of the lifestyle in general though, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. And I really enjoyed this situation and I enjoyed this guy and I'm not sure I'll ever see him again. But if I do, that's cool too. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm open to a lot of different scenarios right now. I'm living kind of a hippie mantra. Like whatever the universe brings me is what it brings me. Yeah. So. As long as it brings it to you with a giant cock. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Please, universe, please make sure it's a giant cock. <laughs> yeah, the, the universe understands. <laughs> so anyway, we are going to be providing some behind-the-scenes details of this episode specifically for our Patreon members, just like we do every single week. They are so important to us. They support us, and we've also become such deep, wonderful friends with many of them via our Telegram chat group, which is another bonus we offer as part of our Patreon community. So we would love for you to consider sponsoring the show by heading over to patreon.com slash frontporchswingers today. And we want to say a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are... Crafty Cheese, Lindsay, Alexander, G&K, and Kanati. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. We appreciate your support endlessly. And also, as mentioned, parts of this interaction are going to be on OnlyFans. So if you want to see some clips of what we talked about today, head on over to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. I think you'll really enjoy some of it. And we also want you to find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. We're on TikTok at Front Porch Swingers and YouTube also at Front Porch Swingers. And do we have anything else? That is it. Just stay f- tuned for all of the sexy, naughty shit we have coming up once the uh, crazy holiday 
holidays are over, uh, we are literally back in the saddle. Well, I think we have some really fun shit that we want to knock off bucket list in the beginning of the year, too. We do. Now that the holidays are going to be over, we are gung-ho with finding some very cool people to do some very intricate, interesting things with. We'll just leave it at that for now. Yeah, it's going to be, it'll be (laughs) special. That's for sure. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.